Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. And welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show that takes unsolved true co- unsolved true cocktails, unsolved true mysteries. And cocktails, I'm tired. <laughs> another great opening. Another great. Another I'm going to do it again. Leave it. You can do it again, but I'm putting them both in. Nah, you're putting <laughs> both in. It's the show with the cocktails and the unsolved mysteries. You're listening to it. I'm Masood. With me as always is the amazing Suze Kempner. Hey, hey, hey. You. You got what I need, but you say it's just a friend. I think that's good. What I did, yeah, very Bismarcky for the Bismarcky for the listeners. That's nice. I had a bit of a yeah. uh, fantastic Chris Stokes. Regrets. I've had a few, <laughs> but then again, I did that last time, didn't I? You did, yeah, didn't yeah, you? You, yeah. You, you both times my way. Yeah. What we what we drinking? Uh, so I've got rum made from discarded banana peels, Ooh. Uh, uh, ginger beer and nut bitters, and Whoa. it's it's lovely. Yeah, sounds delicious. Mm. Have you got a name for it? Uh, yeah, Louisa suggested Rumble in the Jungle. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, because rum, rumble, jungle, monkeys eat bananas in it, I guess. It's true. But yeah. um, I've read enough kids' true. stories. They and do I can't think. Bananas, yeah. I can't think of a better name. I like it. Rumble in it's the got jungle. Rum in the name. I like mm. it. Yeah. It's oh oh oh. If you wanted to like be like people go oh you spell rum R H U M. So people go uh, oh. Uh, oh maybe Ooh. I call it a slight variation rumba in the jungle because it's Ooh. kind of got that sort of it's sexy. Yeah, and the, the 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 ginger beer sort of like gives it a bit of sass. Yeah. yeah. What are you, what are you drinking, Suze? I'm drinking a glass of wine that's this big. Whoa, that's a fucking huge fucking glass. Of wine. I emptied the bottle. I was like, I wonder big. if I could get the whole bottle in here. It is a very and, Suze uh, Kepner thing to be like, no, to the brim, to the brim, uh, fill it, please. To, to the, the brim, to the brim, drinking wine right up to the brim. Here's my wine in this glass. <laughs> <laughs> Can you drink? <laughs> were the lyrics that you thought of, can you drink and sing at the same time? Is that what yeah. you were saying? Is Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't okay, you right. ever for a second get to thinking you're in a place above. Oh, 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 oh. 
So I got a song in the episode. Oh, P.S. This drink is called a massive glass of red wine. So what's the recipe for that there, Suze? Just pour in a fucking glass. <laughs> pour it, just pour in a fucking glass. Pour it in. Lazy cat. Don't you What are you drinking, Miss Oh, again? this is an Elderflower Collins. Um, that's an Elderflower col- uh, Cordial. <laughs> so I made a nice... Thanks, mate. <laughs> So I made a <laughs> Tom Collins with some elderflower cordial in it. Oh dear, we've lost. Oh. Happy birthday, <laughs> me. I'm good now. I'm I'm good now. I'm good now. You're all right, Chris. Yeah, elderflower yeah. Elderflower Tom Collins. It was the um. Yeah. It was the just the the intent leaning in, almost a little bit forced because it's only a red wine burp. It's not a beer. Yeah, just a tiny yeah, burp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. Um, and I had peas for dinner, so a little bit of pea burp. It was Ooh. entirely unnecessary, but like very deliberate. I just yeah, commitment. Yeah, learn it. An elderflower Collins then is gin, <laughs> gin, uh, lemon juice, bit of sugar, uh, elderflower cordial, and then you top up with soda. Ah, so you know nice. when um, you use a lime cordial to make a gimlet? Yeah, could you use elderflower cordial to make a a kind of I've wondered this gimlet. Uh, I guess you could. I mean, what would, gimlet what would be is... different between a, an elderflower Collins and an elderflower gimlet? Um, I guess it would just. I don't think there would be. Well, you don't have the soda water in ah, a gimlet, yeah. of course. So it's just the lime cordial and the. I guess like a little bit of, of simple syrup and the gin. Mm. Um. So yeah, it would just be that. Which would be. I'd be willing to try that. Actually, that sounds quite nice. Have you made an elderflower Collins before? Uh, no. I just and I was like, oh, I've got all this stuff. Your, um, well. What's your verdict? I like it. It's nice. I prefer to Tom Collins's. Ah, I'll, have it, I'll have it over Tom Collins's because it's got that nice little elderflower light. Mm. Right, Chris. <laughs> what, <laughs> what do you got for us, Chris? For us today? You're a funny, silly guy. Uh, Alexander Litvinenko's poisoning. Ah. Oh shit. from five years ago what 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 it was 17 years ago no yeah, you fuck. can't believe it oh i remember God. it's in 2005 isn't it 2006 I can't believe that. It was, um 2006 okay jesus daniel uh, daniel craig had just been uh announced as james well it hadn't no it was uh, his, no. Fir- his film first film was either due out or come out and oh. um the, uh, the, a lot of the because you remember they were like uh, blonde not bond and stuff no, for fuck's sake. People oh got God. really angry about Daniel Craig being James Bond and they were like, should have fucking... He could play Litvinenko, but not Bond. <laughs> That's amazing. They could. They should cast, like... A, there's a, a guy... They cast a guy as James Bond. Yeah. He's great at spying. He's physically fit to do all the stuff. He's a sharpshooter. But he's five foot two and he's gross looking. He's got bad teeth. And all the women are just like, ew! <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> There'll be... That would be a thing. Yeah. Nothing says he has to be handsome. It's yeah, that's I mean, this is the thing I think about it. it's like he's a spy, right? It's like we'll cast a tall white guy like ah, okay, look. Mm. I he goes to a lot of places in which he stands out like a sore thumb, especially yeah. the mm. one uh, live and let die where he literally goes to Haiti. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> he is not a good spy. They don't actually. They don't actually say Haiti oh. either. They make up a. They make up another island that sort that of. Makes near, yeah, they, they call it San Monique. <laughs> but oh. uh, uh, yeah, it's really it's really funny watching uh, uh, Roger Moore on his secret undercover mission. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, check into a hotel in India in a full three-piece suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I wonder who the spy is. <laughs> like it's the it's the same equivalent as like his um, the people following him definitely should have like a hole cut out in a newspaper and wear Max and like yeah like yeah. with their eyes poking through it. Uh, I, I reckon that I reckon because now they need to reinvent again because Daniel Craig yes. has left. Like they do do some silly now. Do some yeah, silly. Have some fun. Yeah. Like yeah, win, yeah. Win, win, win some new people over. Play it, yeah. play it, play it a little bit for laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do a bit of funny stuff. Silly Bond. Maybe yeah. Mr. Tumble plays Bond. <laughs> <laughs> when are they going to announce the new Bond? Uh, apparently it's a it's a little bit a bit a little bit of a way off. Oh, quite so a way off. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't think they will ever have Idris Elba as Bond. No, of course, of course not. He's too old. Oh. He's he's too old. He is. They want to. They're going to cast a new James Bond. Oh, so they could do like five. That, films that will do several whatever. films. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah, Idris yeah. Elba's like pushing fifties. Not that much younger than Daniel Craig. I'm sorry, Suze. But Daniel yeah. Craig was like forty. Daniel Craig was thirty-seven. Oh, thirty-seven. Fuck, he was that's cast. my age. Yeah. Shit. Oh, he was cast. Yeah. I'm too old to play Bond. <laughs> I would like Suze to play Bond now. I actually, I'd that. love. Hi, everybody. Never. It's me, a spy. I've never thought about it before, but Susan's James Bond. Big glass of wine, please. Susan's James Bond yeah. would be absolutely brilliant. That'd be brilliant. Banging bang tail, <laughs> uh, sipping martinis, and sorting shit out with spying uh, stuff. There'll be some drama with a 9 11 thing. One of her one liners would be 60 Nice. Yeah. 69. More like 60 Nice, ladies. And oh, the, sort uh, of the babes all go, hee hee. If if you find a way to do it, Suze, I reckon uh, you could do you could do a video of your screen test for Bond. Yeah. Hi everyone. Hi, Suze Kenner. I will be uh, reading for the part of James Bond. Bond, James Bond. Yeah, you keep fucking it up. Yeah, the name, the James, name's James Bond. Bond James. Bond James. Bond James. Oh, God. James Bond. I have a martini, please. Don't care how you make it. All yeah. goes down the same way. <laughs> Comes up the same way too. If you have a few. Yeah. Hand it over. <laughs> Masood says you shouldn't um, shake it. He's only making it. That's fine. <laughs> ah, you have ways of making me talk, for example, for acting for money. For money. Please don't torture me, though. I can't. I really can't. I mean, if you just... torture me, I'll give up all the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was thinking about that. It's like, obviously, you get trained, right? But if someone ever was like, right, we need some information, I'd be like, and they, as soon as they open up that little case, with all, the toy, all the tools, I'd be like, I'll fucking tell you everything, man. Don't, I'll tell you, I'm not even going to... Do you know something I've heard? I won't talk about this for too long, even mm. though I could, because it's so interesting. But, uh, you know, there's the, you know, Victorian medieval torture. Yeah. So medieval torture devices. So you've got things like um, the Iron Maiden mm. and... Is it the, the... What's the chair which is covered in bumps and spikes? Oh, I know what oh, you mean. I know, I know what you mean. Like for people who owe money and and um, the rack. Yeah. Uh, they're all made up by the Victorians. Oh. oh. Yeah. They were made up. Medieval people didn't use those. Yeah. Didn't they just like put people in the bottom of a castle in a hole? And yeah. There was, it there. was called like the O. Oh, it began with O. But that was, yeah. I mean, 
This left you. This left Victorian you people pit. made it up because Victorian, you still get got stage hanged. magic. Do you reckon some of it would have been stage magic? Because like stage magic really oh. took off in the Victorian era, and then they needed so it was like, like a. Um, oh right. Uh, they needed sort of like to dress because the uh, the tricks would be like routines, and I guess like an Iron Maiden mm. with the. Spikes. Oh, not even. Spikes no, the reason they did it was because they used to hang people and, and it meant that they could go, we're very kind. We're not brutal like they were in the medieval times. Oh, and right. it's so stupid. It's when you then think stunt? about it, you go, so the- oh, yeah, because um, we like we still torture people now. Yeah, yeah. that's Our true. Our yeah. military, there's torture methods that are legal. And like, so it's like we're not kind now. We, we, we don't, obviously, but in some states in America, you can still electrocute someone to death oh yeah 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 yeah. um so the idea that like medieval times they were much more brutal than they are now yeah it's all bullshit (laughs) we're always cunts we're still off just imagine they used to hang people in victorian times you know they're not kind victoria's like we need to really used to hang people in the 40s (laughs) yeah yeah and then they hang Derek bentley in the 60s i thought wasn't the last hanging like 50 54 or am i or was that the last know, woman, to be, the last woman to be hanged? Ruth Ellis. Ruth Ellis was yeah. the last woman to be hanged. Um, maybe. I think Derek Bentley was the last person to be hanged in this country, and it was in the 60s. And they were using the guillotine until the 70s, weren't they, in France? What? Oh, no, Derek Bentley was 1953. I swear they they were hanging people up to the 60s. It doesn't... It should make it more obvious, sir. Uh... <laughs> was this Wikipedia being like... Yeah, it's like, like when recipe websites go like, here's the story of my fucking life. And the recipe's right at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. If I just look up capital punishment. One summer's UK. day. <laughs> Derek <laughs> Bentley woke up for the last time. <laughs> Come on. Capital Wikipedia. punishment in the UK. Last executions. 1964, Peter Anthony Allen and Gwyn Owen Evans were executed. How were they? Um, How'd they go? That'll be hanging. Oh, and shit. Ruth Ellis was 55, 1955. Oh, so they never did the chair over here? No. No. Oh, interesting. No. The, the electric chair was invented to be a humane... Yes. Uh, it was to be instant, wasn't it? <laughs> because doctors have a, you know, the Hippocratic Oath, first mm. do no harm, they can't Flip administer the lethal injections in oh. hospitals. So other prisoners are doing it. Whoa. You hear so many stories of lethal injections going wrong. They're letting other prisoners do it. Oh um, shit! Because I, I, we're talking about like the electric chair meant to be humane. There's that bit in the mm. Green Mile, isn't there? Where he yeah, goes, well, I don't know. The sponge. sponge was meant to be weird. Percy. Yeah. Oh. Percy. <laughs> Percy. Tom you Hanks. Shit. Shut up, <laughs> Eugene Toomes. <laughs> <laughs> so he was the one who married that 16-year-old Courtney Stodden. Remember her? Oh, the guy that played him in the Green he Mile. Percy. Yeah. yeah. What? Married a sixteen-year-old. It was so gross. Oh shit! And she really? Was, yeah. She, oh, Jesus. Uh, and she was always like posing in a bikini, and then she had a big boob job. And uh, I remember people were like, "I fucking hate her." And she, like, the marriage obviously broke down. And mm. She's come out recently saying like, "Oh, I had a horrible childhood, and he treated me very badly." I'm like, "Oh, the fifty-year-old man treated his sixteen-year-old wife badly." You're kidding. <laughs> um, and she sounds like she. Was is a very very damaged person, but mm. she's all right now. And I was like, oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Um, Pretty... The guillotine. Yeah. It was the seventies. Right? It was still legal in, up to the eighties. Oh, what? Yeah. Was the last execution kill... by it in the seventy seven? I or think something? the end of the seventies. Yeah. yeah. But they the guillotine was invented to be humane, yeah. and then when you think when you hear that, you go what? And then you go, oh yeah, that makes sense because yeah. literally it's just like head off, you're dead. Head off, done. How now. to um to 
sort of clunkily steer it back to this episode. Yeah, is, sorry. Um, no, sorry. Russia obviously execute people, obviously. Mm. Yes. And sometimes they execute people in a different country. But, mm. uh, yes. Sometimes they execute people by the person falling out of a window accidentally. Do yes. they have capital punishment officially? And if so, what's their execution method? I want to find out. Because it know. used to be. I, the... like... I would think it would be firing squad. Yeah, because they shoot. Yeah. They shot um, traitors in the in the Cold War, didn't they? Yeah. Capital punishment in Russia. And they seem to tell you that you're going to do a gulag and then mm. back of the old uh, back of the noggin. Capital punishment is a legal penalty in Russia, but is not used due to a moratorium. No death sentences or executions have occurred since 1996. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Ta-ta-ta. That's, uh... That sounds um, like a bu- 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 bullshit. But what was the method? Moratorium oh, I was like, what was the... Of- I guess if they're going by the official method, then yeah, they can say that. I, I would think it's firing squad. That's what my money's Yeah, on. it feels like a firing squad kind of nation. Yeah. Oh my God. The methods of execution in the 1600s were extremely cruel by modern standards and included drowning, burying drowning. alive, and forcing liquid metal into the throat. That's horrible. Fucking hell. Hey, you want to come around for a public drowning? <laughs> oh, <laughs> a... and then Elizabeth. Well, I guess Petrovna. that's how they used to do witches as well. With witches, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So, in I said that like witches are real, like suspected witches. Suspected witches, yeah. So the empress. <laughs> these used to, used to drown witches. <laughs> <laughs> they were, yeah, they were witches to be fair. Um, the empress of Russia, seventeen forty-one to seventeen sixty-two, Elizabeth Petrovna. Mm-hmm. She hated capital punishment. This is seventeen forty-one, and so she just like banned it oh wow oh. Uh, so the death penalty was banned and then when she died they brought it back oh right um, just wait it out guys wait until she's gone and then oh my god then Catherine the second Catherine the great yeah she came in in 1767 and she said that the death penalty was horrible. should go yeah do you know what let women run things not you Liz Truss and <laughs> um, yeah, it's come in and out during history Oh, Fanny no. Kaplan was executed in 1918 for her attempt to assassinate Lenin hmm, in wow. Russia. It doesn't say how they were killed. It's shooting. Mm. It in modern shooting. Russia, it was only shooting. They would do it with no warning so that there was no there was elimination of fear, suffering and resistance. Um, the most common method, they would get the convict to walk into a dead-end room shooting from the back of the head with a handgun. Which is what they did to the Romanovs. Yeah. Oh, I thought they had them line up against a wall. Uh, but yeah, but not. like still walked into the room. That's oh, when they realised yeah, what right. was happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was about to say that while this might feel like a tangent, I do feel like it's worth charting because... Hey, it's Russia, man. Um, and Litvinenko, for those of you that might not remember or know, he was born in the uh, what was the Soviet Union, Voronezh, which was in Russian SFSR. Um, the Soviet Federative Socialist Republic. Uh, he was born in um, 1962. So he was only like 43 or 44 when he was yeah. uh, killed. Oh, and he defected. So he was working uh, in um, the Soviet Union uh, and then latterly Russia um, for the Federal Security Service and specialising in tackling organised crime. Mm-hmm. He coined the term uh, mafia state when referring to Russia. And I think by his investigations and work there, uh, he started to become a prominent critic of Putin and he defected to uh, Britain. 
Mm. Uh, so it was uh, as early as the late 90s, Litvinenko and a few other of his fellow officers publicly accused their superiors of ordering the assassination of a Russian oligarch mm-hmm. um, called uh, Berezovsky, Boris Berezovsky. Litvinenko was then arrested in uh, 1999 uh, following this on charges of exceeding the authority of his position. He was acquitted. Uh, but mm-hmm. re-arrested and then the charges were dismissed again in 2000 and then that's when he defected. He fled to London, granted asylum in the UK. He worked as a journalist, writer and a consultant for the British Intelligence Services. Mm. In wow. this time over here, he wrote two books, one of which was called the uh, Lubyanka Criminal Group and in it he accused the Russian Secret Services of staging the apartment bombings in Russia in 1999 and accused Russia itself of other acts of terrorism in an an effort to bring Putin to power. Then he uh, formally accused Putin of ordering the assassination of a journalist um, called uh, Anna Politkovsakov... Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) It's my fault. I'm angry at myself. I'm not angry at the the awardy name. It's like my stupid Western brain, you know? (laughs) Politkovsiak... Politkovskaya. Uh, and she was a journalist, a human rights activist. Uh, uh, she reported in depth on the Second Chechen War. And then in 2006, uh, she um, she died. And Litvinenko, and this tracks because it's early 2006, mm. Litvinenko accused Putin of ordering her assassination. Right. Oh, and then he ends up poisoned. Coincidence? Probably, probably yeah. not, actually. Probably, probably definitely not. And it was is- like so widely publicized it was the biggest news yeah do you remember yeah because it was a huge news story and it lasted Big. for three, three weeks so on first of november he fell ill suddenly and was hospitalized after and it was poisoned by a, a compound called polonium 210 mm. oh, he died yeah. on the 23rd of november so that's from the first to the 23rd of oh, november two weeks uh three three what weeks. does what does polonium oh, 210 nine. do to you the the compound itself it's extreme Toxicity is attributed to intense radioactivity, and then obviously oh. uh, is, is is fatal. So technically, radiation poisoning is what he died from. Okay. Uh, Nobody so, questioned yeah. two guys in radiation suits going in to visit um, him. They're like, ah, don't worry about it. That's well, all right. I think. Um, uh, let, I'll, I'll I'll skip forward to look at the details. We'll go back. But um, oh no, we can we can do the timer. No, 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 no. It's fine because this is going to be I. I don't know very much about this apart from what I remember. Because now mm. this is, uh, so you know we were talking about like the Clinton scandal. Yes. Yeah. It was late 90s and we were all like uh, kids or teenagers. Mm. Yeah. Like I was uh, 22 here. Mm. Right, I'm trying to remember how old like, I was. Jeez. Like a vivid memory. But only what was this was, right? Yeah, 2006. I remember it. I, I remember it pretty well. I remember on New Year... There being uh, a, like a retrospective of the year that had just been. Mm-hmm. So yeah, two thousand. But there's that famous picture that was six. on all the front pages where he. And they yes, were talking about that. Head, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, he knew he was going to die, and he was saying, "I know who did this, etc." He was like. Yeah. So he was uh, on the first of November. He suddenly fell ill. On the third of November, he went to hospital. Then mm. he was moved to University College Hospital, and his symptoms and. Uh, deteriorating condition they were put down to poisoning with polonium 210 yeah uh, because the health protection agency found loads of it and it's rare and highly toxic they found loads of it in his body Mm. um 
on the day that he started to feel ill on the first of November, he had met two former agents called mm. Dimitri uh, Dimitri Kovtun and Andre Lugovoy in the Millennium Hotel's Pine Bar. When they retraced Litvinenko's movements, they found yeah. high polonium contamination in that bar. God, it must have done wonders for the PR there. Even though both Kovtun and Lugovoy denied any wrongdoing. Um, mm-hmm. that, so you might think, oh, maybe they were trying to get all three of them or something, but mm-hmm. a leaked diplomatic cable from America mm-hmm. uh, did highlight that Kovtun had left polonium traces in the house and car he had used in Hamburg. So it's probably... Right. Jesus. He must, these two must have died as well, though, surely, because, like, fucking, they, they must have been riddled with this stuff. Like, they, they're, yeah, they're not going to be running around with radiation suits. I wonder how you gonna... can administer it safely to yourself, because it's not like the umbrella, because the umbrella murder yeah. was a poisoning. Um, yeah. yeah. The umbrella murdering, uh, murder was a poisoning. Yeah. Um, yeah. You are uh, correct, Masood, in that Kovtun uh, is dead. He died this year. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. His this occupation year. is listed as covert agent. Mm. Ah. He uh, died at a Moscow hospital from COVID. Oh, oh no. Oh. It says here yeah. you are a covert agent. Could you give me some highlights? <laughs> the, hey, I know that one. Very good. Uh, the other guy is alive. Oh, shit. Oh. So these guys are fine. Yeah, I just don't know how they would have handled that stuff. Huh. If they uh, were successful, which <laughs> they were, they um, were yeah. Yeah. they're not going to be in trouble. Uh, back home are they no yeah uh, so it's not a case of them going oh you got caught you're on your own it's like you're back in russia we look after you sort of thing yeah yeah mm. but one of the things that don't because obviously there's that famous image of him in hospital the news yeah. story lasted quite a long time but mm. what i think kind of gets forgotten is how he knew his days were numbered for most yes. of this yeah right and was still quite defiant in mm. criticizing putin it's like basically you've You've told a man he's got days to live. He's not going to go quietly. Yeah, he's just going to... Oh, wow. Just absolutely... If he's like, all right, I've got six days. Can someone get me my notebook, please? Yeah. <laughs> and he just... I got a few things to say. Reels off all. That's amazing. Mm. His final statement. Before his death, Litvinenko said, and it's a direct quote, you may succeed in silencing one man, but the hell of protests from around the world, Mr. Putin, will reverberate in your ears for the rest of your life. Mm. Uh, and uh, obviously do, yeah. on his deathbed he was publicly claiming that Putin's responsible for this, Putin has killed me um, Yes. and then the following the day after Litvinenko died, Putin publicly stated Mr Litvinenko is unfortunately not Lazarus Oh. wow, hell of a line yeah <sighs> and then it was this. It was a huge investigation. It happened on British soil. Scotland Yard got involved. Mm. It's a murder on British soil. Obviously, the yeah. police look yeah. into it. That's um, a really yeah. big one, that. Because I think surely, like, yeah, it's not... War, I mean, it's almost war-starting stuff. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, murdering someone on foreign soil is... It ain't obviously, good. they definitely had to tread carefully, diplomatically. Mm. Um, but it kind of, if you think about it, became the beginning of this idea that, um, I mean, it's not I'm not saying that no one saw it coming that Putin was a tyrant, but yeah. this was like the first. Yeah. The, the guy. Public yeah. consciousness suddenly like woke up. Yeah. At this point. Sort of went, That's oh, interesting. Shit. I think so, because at the time we didn't notice it happening. But now you look back, it's like, oh, the guy didn't die instantly. 
and was quite yeah. chatty before his death. <laughs> Do you yes. know what I mean? And it tracks because he was such a vocal critic of Putin and then he winds up poisoned. They didn't even dress up as an accident. No. Yeah. That's and he'd been, he'd been, he'd, he'd, that earlier that year, uh, formally, publicly, in a book, accused Putin of murdering a Russian journalist. It's not, mm. um, it's not a coincidence. That it's sort of almost when uh, Putin decided to get a little bit too big for his boots and was like, I'll, I'll be mm-hmm. immune to this. I can just do whatever I want. Mm. And then would still turn up at summits with world leaders and yeah, and and basically still does like yeah. Oh, Donald Trump wanted to give him lovely back rubs. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, lower, lower, Donald, lower. Yeah. Hey, your hands are so small. God, you can't do anything, right? Were you sort of like devouring this story, Suze? Because here's the thing, right? I was at university. I wasn't really... Hang on a minute. When was it? November 2006? Yeah, I'd left uni. I remember it. I remember I was, uh, in I was the silly back. aisles. <laughs> I was back after um, uh, being abroad. Uh, right. In... Uh, France or Germany, wasn't it? Uh, I'd come back from Germany, and yes. it was like the story was was everywhere. But for shame, I guess, had very little interest in following the oh, news really? at the time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh no, no. I we were a news a news household. So um, yeah, I remember this story just being the biggest story. For I mean, th- I'm, I'm saying that as somebody who wasn't a voracious news consumer, but still mm. obviously knew it was happening and yes. what was going yeah. on because yeah. you couldn't, couldn't escape it. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's it's mad to think how it would have played out in the era we live in now. Mm. You can look forward, and we'll do this in a few weeks, listeners. But the Salisbury poisonings happened in the age mm-hmm. of Twitter and all of yeah. this. And yes, Salisbury Cathedral became such a f- funny denial that uh, yeah, everyone latched onto that. It would be interesting mm-hmm. to see what would have happened to Covton and Lugavoy when everything's so scrutinized at the moment yeah that's right. right yeah it sort of yeah i guess like now it kind of yeah like you said like kind of memifies it and so it's like oh, eh. mm. oh, oh, oh isn't it funny they that was their excuse they did try and kill a bunch of people oh no but they they said they were coming to see a church <laughs> aren't those too funny <laughs> that whole thing was insane that was Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, the day after um, Litvinenko died, a statement was released posthumously in which he declared Putin as the man behind the poisoning. Right. Um, which, 
we all obviously know that, but yeah. mm. Litvinenko has no real proof. Litvinenko just has mm-hmm. a strong gut feeling that Putin has ordered his assassination, um, which tracks we all, and we all know Putin's capable of it. But yeah. If you think about yeah. it at the time, if this is what public consciousness is sort of like being awoken to, mm-hmm. uh, there is a chance that some people will be like, Litvinenko's just saying it. And I seem to remember some people not believing Litvinenko when he was... Oh, really? They were just like, he's just a crazed guy. Yeah, so who... well, he's definitely been poisoned. Yeah, who else would it be, well, though? This is why I mean about it being like... And this is kind of why we're covering it. I wanted to, because I do feel like it is a slight turning point in international relations, because mm. the Cold War, at the time, felt, especially for us, we were kids when it ended, the Cold mm. War, and yeah. like young adults here... Um, it felt like the Cold War had always been over, like for a really long mm. time. But it had only been over for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Shit, yeah. And if that, because it yeah. was just un- just under. So, yeah. you know, it's um, this is quite huge where it's like, oh, Russia are the bad guys again. Mm-hmm. And not maybe... In a different everyone... way, but also a bit yeah. the same. <laughs> and yeah. not everyone, maybe not everyone wanted to believe that. Um, no. So the, the new the new story very and obviously Putin was discrediting Litvinenko at every turn. So yeah. what you've got here is um, uh, a man. Putin, that no one, Putin's like it wasn't me. <laughs> they said um, I killed Litvinenko. Did you poison Litvinenko? It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't <laughs> me. <laughs> what about the submarine? It wasn't, wasn't me. me. <laughs> <laughs> it was Polonium two ten. It wasn't me. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, for some people, it would be a guy they've never heard of who's written a couple of books that, on a subject they don't care about, saying right. that Russia has poisoned him. It's not mm. nowadays. We'd be like, believe him instantly. But this, mm-hmm. I guess, especially if somebody, you know, you get some people that are like, um, I'm just asking questions. Like a lot of people would have been doing that about this. Yeah. 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 Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, I'm just, I'm um, just asking questions. So they uh, he, re- he they released the statement Litvinenko had made the day after his poisoning, and then Litvinenko had a friend called Alex, Alex Goldfarb, who's a Russian American yeah. microbiologist and an activist. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, he'd left the Soviet Union in the seventies, studied in Israel and Germany, and then had settled permanently in New York in the eighties. Okay. He also happened to be the chairman of the Boris uh, Berezovsky's Civil Liberties Fund. Uh, which, okay. if you remember a little bit earlier, Boris Berezovsky was the guy who Litvinenko and other agents accused the Secret Service of assassinating. Oh, yeah. Yes, he is. In the late 90s. Uh, so there's a civil liberties fund set up and um, uh, uh, Goldfarb was the chairman of it at the time. He said that Litvinenko had dictated it to him three days earlier, that statement. Ah. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Uh Putin disputed the authenticity of it, claimed it was being used for political purposes. Goldfarb said that Litvinenko, while he was dying, obviously, Mm. had instructed him to write the note in good English in which Putin was to be accused of his poisoning. And Goldfarb stated that he had read the note to Litvinenko in English and Russian. Litvinenko had agreed with every word of it and signed it. Mm -hmm. But then you've got Goldfarb kind of admitting, oh, no, I wrote it, but Litvinenko okayed it. Right. Which okay. Can, which can play into Putin's hands a little bit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's brave of Goldfarb as well. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, police 
like I said, they, it was a murder on British soil, so they treated it as a murder. But the London coroner's inquest uh, wasn't completed at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but Litvinenko didn't just accuse Putin of murder. Right. No. Mm. If you want to piss off Vladimir Putin, who might swing his dick about and be like, yeah, sure, I assassinate. It's covert. It's clandestine. Yes, yeah, so what? We ordered the poisonings of some people. Um, if you want to piss off uh, someone like Vladimir Putin, what do you go for? Uh, he's shit riding horses. Yeah. He's got a little peenie. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, yeah. He's a go bald straight, little boy. Straight for the pee-pee. Say, hey, hey, it's a little pee-pee. Hey. In an uh, article, again, July 2006, so not that long before he gets poisoned, Litvinenko yeah. said, said, said in this article that was published on the Chechen Press website, mm-hmm. uh, which is an official news agency. It's not mm-hmm. like a blog. Uh mm. Litvinenko claimed that Putin was a paedophile. Fucking oh, hell. This goes around. This rumour wow. does the round. And, yeah. and that the KGB had known about it since Putin had graduated. Holy shit. Litvinenko, mm, wow. Litvinenko then, remember he worked for the Security Bureau? The uh, yeah, Is it called the FSB? Security Bureau? Uh, an acronym is the FSB anyway. Yeah. Uh, right. The Federal Security Service, right? He had worked there. And he claimed that that agency that he had worked for actually had video footage with documented sex between Putin and young boys. And that Putin destroyed the evidence while he was director of the FSB. I believe it. I buy it. It happened. Uh, Why does Litvinenko need to lie about that? He also said that Anatoly Trofimov, who was the head of the KGB investigation department, and Archon Borovic, who was an, a journalist, a Russian investigative journalist, and a media magnet, he said that they both knew about this, about Putin being a pedophile. And then an article in the New York wow. Times described the allegation as without evidence, which is, I guess, the New York Times covering its own back and being... Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, yeah, allegedly. And it might also yeah. have... I guess as a journalist, I'd be like, we need a second source. So the story isn't necessarily that Putin is a paedophile. The story is Litvinenko has accused him of being one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. I think it's true and he did it. He's a pedo. Pedal. How worried are you about putting this podcast episode out? <laughs> <laughs> me? Fucking come for me, mate. I've done everything I want to do in my life. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were his favourites. <laughs> You're his favourite. Yeah, you haven't said a word against him yet, Masood. <laughs> yeah, Masood's like... Very carefully, I've noticed. Can't a man lead a country? So, yeah, come on. <laughs> Is it illegal to run a country? It's funny, though, no isn't more? it? If here, here we are talking about how allegations about Putin uh, liking young boys and... Mm. Uh, Masood being his favourite one, and most of the time we infantilise Masood as a oh my god, dungarees. Oh, oh no, it's all oh a god. little boy who was throughout history. Masood has been the concubine to powerful men. To powerful men, Z said it. Chocolate for Vlad. Chocolate for Vlad. Hitler, yeah, you were Hitler's favourite boy. And and now Vladimir Putin. A theme emerges. Masood, could you please saddle up my horse? Masood's like. No problem, Vladdy. Okay, man. Yeah, sure thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, wait. no problem, man. So, who else was there? Uh, Litvinenko <laughs> made the allegation after. Buckle up for this. Okay. Buckle up, it's, Buttercup. It's, it, it, it's click. This is this is this is weird and just a just just gross. Um, Masood, Masood just went click. Really fast, <laughs> buckle up. Uh, Litvinenko made this allegation 
after Putin kissed a boy on his stomach while stopping to chat with some tourists during a walk of the Kremlin grounds on the 28th of June 2006. Right. Fucking and there's, there's pictures of this, aren't there? So uh, he's, yes, he's walking kissing around a little boy in a tummy. What, he he kisses, he picks up the boy. Or? He he like kneels down. Is a pic? There's a photo of him like kneeling down, Ooh. kissing a boy's stomach. This is oh. what prompted Litvinenko to make the allegation the following month. So, yeah. uh, the incident was recalled in a webcast organised by the BBC, uh, in which over eleven thousand people called for Putin to explain why he'd done that. Yeah. Oh. We'd really like you to tell us And it's us grainy. Why. Let me find the photo and I'll and put it in the WhatsApp. Putin responded, and this is a direct quote of what Putin said. He seemed very independent and serious. I wanted to cuddle him like a little kitten, and it came out in this gesture. He seems so nice. Oh. There is nothing behind it. Yeah, like, you know, if, if he seemed very serious, yeah, pat him on the head or just say, There's hey, video champ, <laughs> and, you, and that's it. Or whatever the, the equivalent of yeah. hey, champ is in Russian. You don't bend down and be like... <laughs> it's weird. He knows he's on camera. Yeah, that's super This is creepy. very grainy old footage. To, oh, um, it's weird. Uh, it's like to, he can't help himself. To counter... Because I guess like some parents do it to babies, don't they? Where they blow a raspberry on the baby's Oh, yeah. I do it to my but, cats. Yeah. It's a weird bit of... Uh, it's a weird Lucy never liked it, so I don't do it to her. <laughs> I did it like twice when she was two. Well, like, like one, no and she's thanks. like, no, I'm like... And oh, she looked at you like you'd overstepped a boundary. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, you know what? Yeah, I think we're, we both realised you're not into this. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's never speak of it again. Um, <laughs> so a close friend of Litvinenko called uh, Vladimir Bukovsky, who is Russian-born but British, uh, okay. and he's a human rights activist and writer. Uh, he's dead now, but he was a close mm-hmm. friend of Litvinenko. Uh, he said... Uh, that he was angry when the article got published in which Litvinenko accused Putin of this because he, and he'd strongly advised Litvinenko not to do this. He also said that, because obviously we know that Litvinenko was a vocal critic of the Kremlin. Yeah. And he had this sort of like outward hostility towards it. Um, apparently, according to Bukowski, Litvinenko still maintained the mindset of a security officer. So right. whether or not that means that he was diligent in uh, investigating in the truth is a bit sort of grainy because Bukowski also says that Livadienko could not understand the difference between truth and operational information. But I okay, that's operation, operation. <laughs> but I'll be honest with you, I don't think I understand the truth, the difference between truth and operational information. What's operational information if not the truth? Doesn't it mean that you? Would, wouldn't this probably information a... be what you need to know to run the operation? I mean, that's what oh, yeah, I'm Yeah, so like, the truth would be Putin kissed that boy on the tummy because he was filled with lust. But operational information would just be he kissed the boy on a tummy, the boy was full of life. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. There's, okay, all right. Yeah, that's what I would Yeah, so maybe there's a there. distinction there that I'm just, I'm just not seeing. But it, it feels like, especially if you're a security officer or you work in um, intelligence, operational information has to be the truth for you to act on it. There okay. has to be an element or, of truth within uh, it for you to act on it. Yeah, I'm st- so, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Saying, I'm still not getting it. So no, it's this, a, is, this is me being it's, very. It's, it's the head of a pin, Chris. It's the head of a pin. <laughs> 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 I loved it when days later Sue's put in the WhatsApp chat. I get the pinhead thing now. Because <laughs> I was thinking of the top of a pin where you push yeah. it in. No, no, no. 
that so, is, yeah, so that's what he was I, saying. I didn't, saying I, didn't he didn't in, know. I didn't include the allegations of paedophilia in order to be salacious. Um, no. I did it because these were allegations made by Litvinenko very publicly. It could have been almost the deciding factor in Putin to get rid of him. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is my point because let's not let's not pretend that Putin hasn't got an ego. Um, <laughs> if this sort of allegation comes out against him. The person that well, made it is going to be his enemy number one, regardless of it. whether he's a vocal critic of the Kremlin or not. Yeah. Because yeah. there are critics of the Kremlin that Putin still hasn't poisoned. That's mm. true. It's not like he's got every single one of them. No. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, also, pretty... it's, also, it's also interesting because we have our own uh, people that die in mysterious circumstances like Kelly, David Kelly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which actually, maybe we should have done David Kelly before this one. We could do, retrospectively do that. I feel I like know. he's been so covered. Yeah, maybe. But I'd kind of forgotten about him until just then, where it's like countries get rid of their, like what they perceive to be trash, like David Kelly with his right. Iraq inquiry, and yeah, then Putin with Litvinenko and this. So yeah, yeah. true. But anyway, that's uh, that's Litvinenko who, uh, uh, after three weeks of being poisoned, he died. Mm. Wasn't there some weird... Somebody was telling me some weird thing about, like, when he had died, he had... I think he had been dead for a bit, and then they announced it on the news. I think it was, like, two days well, like or the something. the Queen? <laughs> yeah. They were like, like Her Majesty. Oh, better, well, I suppose we better let the public know that he'd, he died. I don't know what that... I don't know what that... The benefit of that is, I have no idea. I guess it's to get all their ducks in a row, just so they can kind of right. go. Oh well, uh, let's make sure that everything's we're right here and find out all the all the information they can. Because it was this was like 2006, so we had some rolling news stuff. No, this was rolling news. Oh, this was 24 hour news. So then, oh, yeah, yeah, I feel like definitely they had to be like, right, well, we better have a lot of information because it's going to be a story for a while. Because it was on fucking every. I seem to remember it being everywhere. Pretty much every second thing on the news, and then on newspapers and stuff. That that photo of him. He looked like because he had all stuck stuff stuck on his chest. Yeah, he yeah. looked like the condom wrappers. <laughs> he'd be he'd be getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to go out in a saucy way. You remember there were those two men that were um, accused of uh, the murder. Uh, oh, one those of two. Them, one of them was Luca Boy. On the 4th of July 2007, Russia formally declined British request to extradite him. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. So. Huh. So they're like, yeah, we know you. We know it's... One tiny detail, by the way, because I realise what I said earlier might have made it sound like something else. But you know how Litvinenko accused Putin of ordering the uh, assassination of Berezovsky? Yes, mm. Boris Berezovsky. Boris Berezovsky actually was still alive at this point and didn't die until after Litvinenko died. So oh. it was a case of like ordering the assassination and it not necessarily being carried out. Oh, so I right. see. Yeah, yeah, I, it was. yeah, yeah. Okay. I know that might, it might have sounded like Berezovsky was dead at this point. Um, yeah. Oh. So it, and and this was in 1998 that Litvinenko Litvinenko accused Putin alongside other agents uh, they all accused putin of ordering the assassination of berezovsky who was the the oligarch but berezovsky didn't die until 2013 mm. oh shit okay mm-hmm. right. right huh 
Okay. He was found dead in his home. He was found dead in his home, Jesus. In um, Berkshire. And a post-mortem examination found that his death was consistent with hanging and that there were no signs of a violent struggle. However, the coroner at the inquest into Berezovsky's death recorded an open verdict. Oh. He had noticed that his hands were missing. And, uh, <laughs> Put your hands on. Put your hands on. So, oh, so the coroner reckoned is like, yeah, like the official thing is hanging, but... I'm going to solve the mystery. Putin done it. Putin did it. Sorry, but I think he's bad news. I reckon he's g- 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 guilty as sin. Still on the uh, subject of Berezovsky after he was found dead, uh, he was found in a locked bathroom. So if it's a murder, it's oh, a locked Jesus. room one. Right. Um, after his death, Berezovsky, a spokesman for Putin, reported that Berezovsky had sent a letter to Putin uh, asking for permission to return to Russia and for forgiveness for his past mistakes. Ooh. A lot of people that knew Berezovsky said that that letter was bullshit, didn't exist, it's out of character. But his girlfriend at the time actually did confirm in an interview that he sent this letter. Uh, and she told him, I said that they'll publish it, you will look bad, it won't help. Uh, he answered that it was all the same to him, that in any case all sins were blamed on him and this was his only chance. So he did apparently apologise to Putin. I will read out his letter. Dear Mr Putin, <clears throat> you are very handsome and very smart. And uh, every time you ride on bear, you look great. Please let me come back to Russia because I am a very there. silly man and I am very dumb and I have and I smell like a garbage can. But I want to come back. Please forgive me now, please, 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 please. Can I return? And I make and did I shit myself? Yep. Yes. <laughs> it's here. It is here in plain black and white. What can I say? I would watch a film where Danny DeVito plays Berezovsky. Oh my god. If you look Let's at Berezovsky, he looks he look he looks like doesn't look like Devito, but the person you would cast would be Devito. Yes, nice. that's it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that that's um, what? <laughs> that's a that's... little fun retrospective on the yeah. poor man. Yeah. It's a crazy story, isn't it? That's uh, mad. And the more basically... you actually think about it, yeah, because it's sort of like gone into you know that sort of like weird bit of history where it's. It's a little bit too long to be recent, but also mm. it's not yet. It's like, yeah. it's, th- it's that bit yeah. where it's like, um, it feels yeah, like recent. Si- 16 it years ago is, oh yeah, that happened. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Hmm. It fits in with all our shit though. Like Rasputin, they tried to poison him. Livanyenko, they poisoned him. Connection? The, uh, the assassination methods of the, 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 the Romanovs and what they were still doing to do their... Uh, spies in the uh, spies mm. and traitors in the Cold War. Yeah, it does That's seem it. like uh, Russia definitely hasn't moved on from its uh, like just how uh, like obvious and stuff they are from then to now. It seems mm. very similar in operation. Nothing yeah. seems to have changed in their covertness or you know them being like we should probably if we're going to kill people, can we not do it in a public place at least in front of cameras? Or yeah, let's just... let's. When I was in the, the Maldives for New Year last year, the band uh, were Russian mm. and they all spoke English, uh, some better than others. But one I was talking to, I was like, oh, I'm... he said, oh, are you American? I said, no, I'm English. He said, oh, he was like, oh, England. Wow, I love to go to London. And I was like, oh, God, my terrible country. We must be the most hated country on earth at the moment. And he was like, he went, I'm from Russia. (laughs) 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 I was like, oh, and uh, oh, yeah, you probably are more than England. (laughs) 
he was kind of ah, ha, ha, about it. And I tried to bring up Putin a couple of times because I wanted to get their take on it. But they were just kind of like, ah. I thought, oh, wow. Yeah, you must... li- literally can talk about it. Like, they, like, but it didn't seem like they were like, oh, we're not going to talk about it. They were no. just kind of like, ah, you know. So it must be in the same way, I suppose, in a way. To most people in this country, like, yeah, Liz Truss is dumb, Donald, uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> mm-hmm. Boris Johnson was shit. And, and like, the last 12 years of politics in this country have been, like, progressively more insane. Yeah. And people are just kind of like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not that, enough people are outraged. It's that is it, isn't it? It's that there's a lot of apathy around it, and that that mm. really bugs me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's so it's it makes me ah, uh, uh, it'd yeah, like, be very different if people weren't so apathetic. Yeah, yeah it's like, let's change, let's change it. If you're like, how about yeah, yeah. So yeah, Litvinenko probably felt like that times a hundred. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he's like, yeah, everyone's going. Eh, he's he's crazy, man. He's on a bear. He's on <laughs> a bear. Look at him. Like, the majority of these people in these countries are not walking around in despair at their leader because they're so used to it. Yeah. Especially Putin, who's been basically there for 25 years, just yeah. kind of hanging about. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's just, huge, yeah, just been there, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. You think Yeltsin was 99? That feels like too recent. <laughs> yeah, but that also feels like a, mil- so it feels like a million years ago. Boris Yeltsin. Yeah, I think yeah. of Yeltsin as like end of 80s and then he disappeared and it's like, oh, Putin literally has been around since before the millennium. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I wonder if he'll come up again in our little tales. Mm. Um, well, everybody, thank you for thank listening. You yeah, for thank you, in, Chris. As always. Thank you. Good to revisit a fun time <laughs> in the news. <laughs> it was nuts, though, wasn't it? I remember just every day they were like, the uh, Russian former, what did they, the school in Russian agent. Former Russian yeah, agent. Yeah, it was it? kind or of like over, over, over here though, working as a journalist as, and a writer. But he had, yeah, been, he had been a security. And uh, they they refer to him. They, they go, Alexander Litvinenko is revealed from hosp- from his hospital bed. And I just remember it. I uh, in my head, it went on for months, but it was only a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. three weeks. It was. Uh, yeah. Um, just just over. So, but I reckon the news would have been almost exactly three weeks because he didn't go into hospital until the third, and. After that, maybe mm. the news would have broken. It's not like someone wouldn't. Yeah, it's not like they went. Um, no, Russian author feeling peaky. <laughs> That's not a news story, you know. Isn't it? I don't know. I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> feeling peaky. peaky, especially if it's that. Oh, he's he's feeling really peaky, guys. I don't know. I, I'm going to keep my eyes on this one. I might uh, maybe a story might break. Well, if you've enjoyed this podcast, you can look us up on Twitter, twitter.com/slash Mystery on the Rocks, spelt with an X. Instagram with an X. You can email us, Mystery on the Rocks, spelt C K S, at gmail.com. Send us an email. Like, subscribe, leave a review. If you like our shit, you can get way more of it at Patreon. There's all bonus episodes, recipes. There's merch if you join at the top tier. Patreon.com/slash Mystery on the Rocks. Yeah, there's loads of stuff. So why not pop along, get all the good stuff? We quite often bring up Succession. We haven't recently, but... I think oh, for a long been. time, actually. It hasn't been on for nearly a year. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 